time to hit In the Shop with Steve, Kirk, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the Shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstalk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Well, good morning. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. Oh, thanks, man. Exact pronunciation. Except, ex- except on the really busy Friday afternoons, it might be no, more known as Anger Automotive. No, 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 not me, man. Never lose my cool. Three six zero. Some nice paper you brought up, isn't it? Though it's this recycled is, from Costco. This is beautiful. Three six zero six seven six KGMI. That's six seven six five four six four. We'd love to hear from you. We brought a number of different things to talk about, but uh, we'd always rather talk with you. Um, so do give us a call. They always get stacked up at the end of the show, and we don't want to avoid that. And a uh, number of different topics to talk about, and uh, one of them kind of reminds me of a story a friend of mine told me, oh, boy, 30-some-odd years ago. One of the funniest stories I've ever heard. Unfortunately, I'm probably not going to be able to do, do it justice, but it has to do with a car wash. And uh, absolutely hilarious, but we're going to, Take a couple callers here before we get into that. Kurt keeps shoving paperwork in front of me, but instead we're gonna we're gonna talk to Fred here. Good morning, Fred. Good morning. Hey, can we still say Happy New Year? Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, your show is wonderful, and uh, but I want to give some credit where it's due, and, and I'm also gonna miss Steve on this call because he was always so good with electrical. Hey, just I, so I, you I, just so you know, Steve's probably listening, and he texts us certain answers and things we're supposed to say for him when he's not here. So I'm keeping an eye on my phone for him. Yeah. Well, well, that's good. You still have him for backup and that. But uh, okay, so I'll I'll try to move along on this. That two weeks ago I called you, and I think Brian, you were there. That uh, my turn signals weren't working, and I wanted to know where the relay was. And innocently enough, and well judged on your part. You said under the dash, probably the steering wheel or the clutch, and feel around, you'll find it. And uh, your advice went right along with two auto parts stores and mechanics on YouTube. And get back to this. My car is a 2000 Chevy Impala 3.4. Okay. So, okay, so two mechanics on YouTube. And and I couldn't find it. I spent a couple days on this, took a lot of things apart, even went to the auto wrecking uh, recycle and looked at the uh, Impalas in there and couldn't find it. And and then uh, I also had, I bought the part. It was like $18, so I know what I would be looking for, had that. And um, so, and all in all, I went that to uh, Everson Napa Auto Parts down there. Those they had helped me before, and in fact, I even bought the part from them, and they assured me that this is where it was. Well, on my return, I said I just can't find it. I've been all over the world and so forth. And he came out with a big light with curb service yesterday and uh, looked under the the car under my dash, 
And uh, uh, we went back in the store, and he went to us, and he says, well, no, it's not there. He finally got it right. It is part of the four-way flasher on your dash, which is flush, and it's all one unit. And my car, it was not supposed to be that way because this is why I want to share it on your store, on your show, because it, 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 it didn't actually start happening until – I don't know, into the old sixes or something like that. But uh, anyway, that flasher of mine went from $19 (laughs) to $70 to $90. And also the repair is probably no less than a half an hour. If you take two flathead screwdrivers and kind of pry it out, disconnect the wire, put it back in there, and you're done. But uh, what a big difference. And my reason I'm calling, because so many people – I uh, had misjudged this, and uh, I hope that uh, it'll help some of these people in the, in the future. And uh, uh, but again, I love your show. And doggone Steve, it's good you're in the, you're on the phone in the back. Maybe you have some comment on this too. I don't know, but uh, uh, so anyway. Yeah, well, we, blame, a, we blame any any of the bad information we give out on any text that Steve may have given us, and information we have to forward. We're going to use him as our scapegoat from now on. Just for everything. Everything until he comes back. Yeah. Defend himself. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I didn't hear you too well on that. Maybe I should turn. Well, I don't want to turn the radio on. But, uh, uh, well, well th- anyway. Thanks for the uh, feedback. I'm glad you got those you fixed. Bet you well, I guys. hope you got I, them I fixed. love you all. I love all of you there. And then uh, we'll talk to you again sometime. All right. Thank you, Fred. Thanks, Fred. Bye-bye. You know, we had a, uh, a, a flasher problem on a, um, a, was that a Toyota recently. Yeah. And, uh, and, and. The, the flashers were, were having issues because the four-ways were stuck on. Oh, yeah. And, and so basically all the lights were flashing no matter what you did, and you could not turn them off no matter what you did. And the, the flasher unit on this vehicle, um, put a RAV4, the flasher unit is built into the instrument cluster. It's a great place to put it. Yeah. And close so, to the bulbs. Close to the bulbs. So it's a, an electronic um, flasher and turn signal control, but it's inside the instrument cluster. So when the mouse crawls up on your instrument cluster and relieves itself and the, it, it dribbles down inside the connector onto the circuit board of the instrument cluster, um, you run the risk of having some electrical shorts that cause your four ways to stay on. You know, um, which is, which, which that's not a, a 60, a 90, a $14 repair. It's like a $700 repair. To make your blinkers blink. Well, to make the four-ways stop or, blinking and right, the other blink, blinkers yeah. blink. Um, but a frustrating, odd, obscure problem. I will say this is one of the friendliest mice we have seen. It did not make a huge mess, and the car didn't even smell. I was just going to – when you said that the mouse went up to the uh, instrument cluster and relieved itself, and, you know, I think of – I thought burnt electronics. Oh. And one of the things that I have always done, and now I'm, I might – reconsider a little bit when i pull out a component that i think is bad especially a transistor one i just give it a big sniff oh yeah i don't think i'm gonna i need to get an apprentice oh your your nose is getting going bad uh, no i don't want to be sniffing electronics <laughs> anymore if there's mouse pee on it as with all electronics we refer to the magic smoke that is involved in the in the in the electronics, and once the magic smoke is released, number one, the electronics don't work anymore, and number two, it leaves behind 
the odor of magic smoke that doesn't go away. That's true, and it's really hard to get new smoke to put back in. Hey, I just wanted to say, you know, I just made a comment about get the uh, apprentice, the low person on the totem pole, to do the dirty work and just point out to young folks that are getting into the work um, field, whatever, getting a job. That's the way it used to be. Usually the, the new person ended up on the bottom of the totem pole. They're the ones that got all the jobs that nobody else wanted to do because they'd already done them when, back in the day when they were on the bottom of the totem pole. So yeah, you, it's kind you, of a rite of passage. Yeah, it, you, it used to be at the, at the, this these days, Kirk, when, when you interview that guy and you explain how the world works to him. They just stare at, at me. As like, the door is swinging closed after he walks out, you'll hear him mutter, okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even though you're not a boomer. I was almost a not a boomer. <laughs> almost a not a boomer. Um, so I, I mentioned a while ago uh, about a friend of mine in the car wash, and there was a little news article that, that reminded me of that. And uh, back in Pennsylvania, there was a gentleman entering a car wash with his uh, vehicle, uh, a, a silver, now mangled Toyota. And the theory is is that he hit the uh, gas instead of the brake as he was easing himself into the automatic car wash and somehow lost control and flipped the car on its side. It's one way to clean the bottom of the car. One way to clean it, get it extra clean. Yeah, you know, we we send people up to get the under vehicle, yeah, you know, washed to get really rid of the residual sometimes. oil sometimes. And yeah, and that's a, a great way. Just flip your car in the car wash. But years ago, I had a, a friend of mine. He still has one of these vehicles. It's an early 70s Volkswagen bug or Volkswagen uh, van. He had a bug as well. But he had a Volkswagen van, and he was heading into an automatic car wash down in Mount Vernon. And they used to have, as you would go through the end of the car wash, they had the dryer that had the big roller arm that would roll up over the bumper, over the hood, over the windshield with the dryer blowing off all the water. Right. And he's going through with his Volkswagen bus. And he's going through the car wash, it's washing. He gets to the end of the dryer, and that big, like, elephant arm with the roller on it to, to dry the vehicle kind of goes to the bumper, which is flush oh, no. <laughs> with the vertical front of the van and the vertical windshield. And it gets up to his windshield, and it has the, the rollers pushing the van forward and the arm trying to roll up over the windshield, which it couldn't make it over. So... Eventually, he's sitting there, and it starts. His van starts kind of jerking and bumping up against this roller, and then, boosh! The windshield shatters, and this roller and dryer pushes in through the windshield on his Volkswagen van while the rollers are trying to push him out of the car wash, and it's kind of blowing hot air into the vehicle, into his face and the passenger, and then it's hooked inside the van, kind of lifting up on the front of the van while the rollers are trying to push it out, and he's sit there, sitting there, stuck. In this car wash, in his van, with it blowing hot air in his face, and the car wash trying to eject his vehicle, and it can't get it out until they, you know, hit the panic stop button to release him. <laughs> and and this guy telling that story is the the funniest story I've ever heard in my life. But you know, pretty good flipping your car. I could see how that would totally work because all the weights in the back of the vehicle anyway. So oh, it's the front hilarious. end, other than the passengers. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think they banned Volkswagen vans from the uh, car wash after that happened. You think? I would think so. But, hey, you know, the the things that happen in car washes. You know, it's weird. I, I, I got my Dodge truck, and I went up to the classic car wash a number of years back, and I still go. 
Um, and I pulled up, and they come out with a pair of pliers, and they're going to unscrew my antenna off my truck. And I'm like, what are you doing? Don't, don't screw with my antenna. And they're like, well, we take the antennas off these things now because some guy had brought in a Dodge Ram truck, and they claimed that the owner of the vehicle claimed that somehow the brushes grabbed his antenna, but it ripped his fender off his truck. And so from that point on, they make you take the the antenna off. I'm surprised off. they don't make you take the fender off. Well, you know, and I'm thinking, come on, really? And the, this guy got away with uh, maybe they forgot to put the bolts on the fender or something. I'm, I was trying to imagine that, but I have a hard time that a car wash brush, the spinning one, would tear a fender off. This is why you should use the touchless car wash. Yeah. Exactly. Or just don't wash your truck because then it just makes it rain. All right, we're going to take a little break here. Give us a call, 360-676-KGMI. Maybe you've got a funny car wash story. That was my funny car wash story. 676-5464, you are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. The snow is dubbing in the mountains and foothills, which means it's time to gear up for winter fun. When it comes to outdoor play in the wintertime, nobody beats Mount Baker Motorsports in Bellingham. They're your authorized Arctic Cat snowmobile and off-road dealer and have everything you need for your winter adventures. Mount Baker Motorsports offers an extensive parts and accessories department, apparel for the winter riding season, and a service team for all repairs and upgrades to your existing sleds. Are you working outside during the cold and snowy season? Mount Baker Motorsports has you covered. They have an extensive selection of ATVs and side-by-sides that can be fitted with snow plows, cabin enclosures, and heater systems to ensure that you can get the job done. Stop by and visit Mount Baker Motorsports today at the corner of Woburn and Iowa in Bellingham, or check them out online at mountmakermoto.com. Mount Baker Motorsports, Whatcom County's premier power sports dealer, featuring Arctic Cat, Kawasaki, KTM, CF Moto, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Neater House of Luxury is Whatcom County's newest luxury jewelry store. It's Bellingham's hidden gem with an amazing selection of precious metals like gold and silver American Eagles, 100-ounce silver bars, and a vast selection of platinum bars and coins. You'll be dazzled at their extensive collection of jewelry and Rolex watches, plus GIA-certified and lab-grown diamonds, and now carrying Gucci and Louis Vuitton bags. The experienced and knowledgeable staff are ready to serve your every need. It's the crown jewel in a long career of luxury from John Nieder himself. Hi, I'm John Nieder. I've been buying and selling precious metals for nearly 30 years. If you're interested in expanding your private investment, I'm available to advise you with your purchase. You'll be amazed at our selection. Nieder House of Luxury. Fine jewelry for all. Professionals are ready to assist you at 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, beside Lombardi's back patio. Or shop online at NiederHouseOfLuxury.com. Nieder House of Luxury. Follow the bright light. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over 18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic. And together with PSE Foundation, gave 4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSC continues to lead on clean energy with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all. Learn more at psc.com together. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, 
and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. Shout out to our co-host, Dan at Bellingham Automotive. And what the heck, we'll say hi to Steve at the Panacea Auto Repair. Hi, Steve. Yeah, Steve's still doing his shop. Oh, Steve's yeah, still he's there. Just not here at the, Slaving away yeah, at the Panacea. Cars, the cure all. Yeah. Hey, I I had a thought on the way up here this morning. When I was driving up from the shop. I have you ever have you ever been driving down the road, you know, and uh you think Wow, that would make a nice Christmas tree. Are you trying to get me in trouble? No, I'm I'm asking you a question. Absolutely. Okay, good. Thank you. Absolutely. Have you ever acted on it? I'm not going to answer that question. Good call. Actually, I'm going to answer that question. (laughs) We used to use a go-kart back in the day when I was a kid. And uh, one year we decided we are going to have a Christmas tree sale, right? So we drove around Cosmopolis cutting down people's Christmas trees out of their nice little trees out of the yard, maybe the top of a tree or whatever. Took them down to my grandma's yard, put them up for sale. We were undercutting everybody on the harbor. (laughs) (laughs) And we actually had a couple people buy their own tree from us. (laughs) (laughs) That was nice of you. You should have dug it up so they could have replanted it. Well, what was you could do it year better. after year. What was even better is just down over the hill, this guy had a big old kind of a plantation, a couple rows of noble fir trees. My dad was really trying to get a, go up to the mountains, dig up a noble fir tree to plant in his yard. And so we came up with, you know, we ended up getting a bunch of these noble fir trees. And my dad's like, wow, wow, where do you find those? Oh, there's, they're growing all over the place down over the hill. So my dad and my mom get in their pickup truck, drive down the hill around the corner, and uh, bang, bang, bang on the front guy's, the guy's front door with bucket and shovel in hand. My dad's asking permission to dig up a couple of his little fir trees. He said, my kid said that there's a bunch of trees <laughs> down here. <laughs> but he's one of the guys that bought one of our trees, too. Yeah. Looks like we've got another caller online here. Good morning, Charles. Yes. How can we help you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not really a problem. I just um, I have an 06 uh, Chevy uh, with a diesel, and it has trailer tow on it. And um, I was looking at, through some articles, and there was a guy that said um, he uses his trailer tow all the time. And he said he's gone a long time without changing brake pads because, and he felt it was because of his using the trailer tow all the time. I mean, he, he as soon as he gets in the car and gets moving, he pushes it in. Um, I was just wondering what your 
feelings on using that trailer tow all the time or, or even just a little more than just having, you know, when you're towing a, I've got a fifth wheel. So I, in, in all reality, I don't think there's going to be any problem using the trailer tow except for maybe some, some drivability concerns that some people might not like the way the vehicle shifts or reacts with the, the tow button pushed. Um, with a, Driving under normal conditions, the transmission will do its upshifts and downshifts, as well as locking up the the torque converter that links the engine to the transmission. Um, will perform differently in in such a way that maybe uh, I'll use the example of you're crossing the pass and you're you're towing and you're not in tow mode, and the sometimes a, a vehicle like that will have a tendency to 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 upshift or downshift. You know, it starts to slow down a little bit, so it it shifts up to or shifts down from fourth gear to third gear and you gain a little speed then it goes back to fourth gear and it starts going in between the two of them in in tow mode it's going to carry that lower gear a little bit longer and it's going to firm those shifts up so the clutches have less wear and less chance to slip when it shifts as well as changing how the lockup torque converter works so sometimes in normal driving the shifts will be a little bit harsher and it'll be a little bit hesitant to to perform its upshifts but in doing so, it makes while towing the vehicle more drivable and uh, less wear on the transmission, um, and can also improve the the compression braking when you back off the gas. It's uh, it's going to use a little bit more engine braking to slow you down. So th- there might be some reality beyond you know behind his theory that it wears the brakes a little bit less. Um, uh, but okay. it, and there's probably reality beyond behind it uh, makes the transmission wear a little bit less. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I was just. Yeah. That was what I was wondering. If you keep it in all the time, you know, is it really? Is it going to hurt something in the truck itself, as far as transmission or even no, you'll, engine? You'll probably sacrifice some economy driving unloaded. Okay. Sure. You know, I wonder. Okay. I wonder this guy. You know, if he was doing this partially to save his brakes, make his brakes last longer. I wonder if. Uh, there's a little mental aspect to that too, where he's more conscious about his braking and stuff while he's, you know, obviously he's doing something to try to save some brakes. And uh, maybe uh, he just drove it a little more mellower when he was in that mode yeah. as well. That's quite possible. You know. Yeah. So okay. All yeah. right. As long as it won't hurt anything, I'm probably going to start using it a little more then. Yeah, see how it drives. There's also there's kind of the old adage of the the person who <clears throat> who uses uh, his his transmission and engine for braking all the time because he's worried about wearing out his brakes. And then you do the math on what it costs to replace the transmission versus what it costs to replace the brakes. That the brakes are designed to wear and they do cost money to replace, but causing a problem with the transmission or drivetrain to save money on your right. brakes is not always the most yeah. cost effective. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's why I was gonna. That's why I was kind of quizzing you guys a little bit. I, I'm not going to use it all the time, but I figured I could probably use it a little more than I am. So, okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I think in, in people that uh, I've heard that have done that, it's uh, some some like it and use it partially because it firms up the shifts and and it's more positive engagement, but others don't like it because because it firms up the shifts and has more positive engagement. I like uh, I like the sound when you downshift and you're using the compression of the engine for uh, braking. You should put a Jake brake on your truck. Yeah, I don't like Jake brakes. They're too loud. 
36676 KGMI. You are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. DeWard and Bodie is kicking off President's Day savings now at all three stores in Bellingham and Burlington. Now is the time to get early access to presidential savings up to 50% off on Whatcom and Skagit County's best in-stock selection of appliances, mattresses, and barbecues. Laundry sets, refrigerators, wall ovens, cooktops, ranges, and so much more are on sale and ready to deliver. For a limited time, DeWard and Bodie will pay for your delivery on qualifying orders. Plus, shop this weekend and get 10% off your purchase back on a DeWard and Bodie gift card up to $500. Save your presidents and pay no money down and no interest for two full years on qualifying in-stock orders. DeWard and Bodie services the products they sell. So buy in confidence with their worry-free warranty options. Visit the Bellingham Appliance and Mattress Showroom on Meridian next to Home Depot, the Bellingham Appliance Outlet Center on Hannigan Road, or the Appliance Showroom in Burlington next to Costco. And kick off the President's Day sale with these special offers. Financing OAC qualifications apply. For most of us, our vehicles are one of our most expensive and valuable investments. They're our babies, our friends, our pride and joy. From road trips to grocery runs, trips to school, or back and forth to work, our vehicles are there for us every day. When everything is running well, you can't wait to get it out on the open road and just cruise. Unseen problems can turn that joy into agony fast. Keep your baby running great at Bellingham Automotive. Their 99-point bumper-to-bumper inspection will help to ensure that your pride and joy stays with you for years to come. The professionals at Bellingham Automotive will inspect all the nooks and crannies for you so you can focus on more important things, like singing along to your favorite radio station, showing off the perfect window sticker, and filling up your cup holders. With over 30 years of service, you can trust Bellingham Automotive to help you with any regular maintenance needs or unexpected repairs. Schedule your appointment at 360-676-5200 or visit BellinghamAutomotive.com. Keep up with what's happening in Linden with Bo Wild and the Linden Hometown News on KGMI. Further north on the guys, if you look back toward Linden Store, you'll see some clearing and some building going on. There is a fuel station and stores going in there. It's brought to you by Rustler's Front Street Grill and the Rusty Wagon in Linden. Stop by today for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Downtown on Front Street and on Hannigan, just north of Pole Road. Bo knows Linden and so will you with the Linden Hometown News. Mondays on the KGMI Morning. Morning news. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. Another mystery object was detected flying above the U.S. President Biden ordered it to be shot down. CBS's Willie James Inman. An F-22 fighter jet shot down an object flying off the northern coast of Alaska on Friday. We're calling this an object because that's the best description we have right now. The devastation in Turkey and Syria is widespread from the earthquake that hit five days ago. Over 20,000 are dead, millions are homeless, and aid has been slow. The United Nations says help is desperately needed in both regions. We are focusing very much on shelter and relief items. 
A 15-year-old student's dead after being stabbed at a St. Paul, Minnesota high school. Police have a suspect in custody, a 16-year-old boy who's also a student. Parents are outraged. I'd like to see metal detectors in the school, in this school anyway. They're still not sure what led up to the deadly incident. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacey Lane. Welcome back. Kirk is rocking out in the shop here. What? That's right. Give us a call, 360-676-KGMI. That's 676-5464. You are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. Give us a call. And uh, during the break, Kirk and I, we, we both have kids. I got I got four boys. I should say four young men now. And uh, Kirk's got a couple boys a little bit younger, becoming young men, and uh, talking about, uh, you know, what what should you get for a first car for your kid? And uh, I, I should probably make a list of stories about uh, the, the families we take care of their cars. And, and we've had people that I can now remember that, you know, when, when the mom was pregnant and, and now they're... Now their kids are going off to college, and so we've seen a lot of first cars come through the shop. And I should I should keep a list of of what happens to the first cars. They're kind of a sacrificial. I you know some components are like I we had one you know last week we had that little snow a couple weeks ago and and one of them found a curb in a school parking lot. Nothing outrageous, no reckless driving or right. anything like that. It, the 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 wheel was turned and the car went straight into the curb and pretzeled the lower control arm. I'm not, really not that bad compared to to a lot of vehicles, and it was pretty minor and not that expensive. But all car repair is expensive, and uh, and and so we oh we had another one that uh, you know it, it the snow is a killer here, and uh, so it had snowed out and somebody was backing up in their parking area at their home out in the county and you know couldn't see that where that little slope of snow was was that, that was you was was it? that concrete block wall that they backed their Hyundai up over the wall and bent a bunch of stuff under the Hyundai okay. not me on that one oh. um but you know these these incidents are pretty common with right. young drivers right. and we have people that oh I want my I want my son I want my daughter to learn how to drive a stick shift and and for me that that's I think that's fabulous um, the clutch is going to cost you fourteen hundred and eighty dollars next month, <laughs> and with, with yeah. almost without a doubt, it's just it's just so common. And, and that doesn't matter whether if, if you're gonna if you're gonna learn how to drive a clutch, the cost, or learn how to drive a manual transmission, the cost of learning is a clutch. And it doesn't matter whether you're twenty eight normally or eighteen or sixteen. It's you know, you're going to need a clutch, especially yeah. after stopping once on Alabama Hill or one of the side streets, you know, down like Indian Street or. Oh. Visit your friends down in Seattle. Um, and, and it just happens. You know, yeah. a, a clutch only has like three bursts of smoke. It's kind of like the magic smoke in electronics. You let the magic smoke out of your clutch, the car won't go anymore. You get a little more smoke in a clutch, though, than yeah. you do in electronics. Yeah. By the way, that's Billy Frank Jr. Street. Billy Frank Jr. Street? That's right. Down in Seattle, you mean? No, down in Bellingham. What? One of the steep hills. Real? For real? There's a street named that in town? Yeah. It used to be Indian Street. Oh. Well, that's cool. A little Whatcom County history for I you. love it. That's Thanks. Right. I had no idea, Brian. Thank um, you. So when you're thinking about, you know, that that new car for, 
for your kids. Um, I, I normally would make the recommendation of like what, what you said, um, number one, Kirk, is the sacrificial car. Well, hopefully the my uh, son is going to be um, smart about it. I do believe that. I, you know, it's you're learning you know, how to drive. It's it's hand-eye coordination. I'm sure he plays video games. No, well, but, he does, but, but it's a it's a little it's a little different in the real world. It is, it is. But I I'm thinking, you know, turning a uh, uh, making a right hand turn a little tight and you go up over the curb with the back right wheel. You know, maybe at the gas station, this concrete post pull up a little closer. Maybe a little closer a little to the pump than the you side. should be. The door opens up, bang, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, I figure an a inexpensive car that's uh, safe, reliable, good way to start out and kind of check out there how he behaves with the car, how clean he keeps the car, yada, 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 all that, those things. And uh, if he passes all the my little tests for him, uh, then we'll think about you know in a year or two, and it's something that's. Uh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure you know this, Kirk. But but both of your sons have the ability to to perform and behave impeccably oh, when you are I know, watching them. I know. So I just go out and walk by the car and look and see if it's a garbage truck <laughs> and how many dents are in it and if there's any rubber left on the tires, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, a couple of things on, on like the first car buying for your kids, and we should do a whole show on this, but, you know, in the end, uh, anti-lock brakes, which have been standard on cars for years, but you want a working anti-lock brake system. True. And uh, a functioning working airbag system where all the recalls have been performed. And, and those two things right there, um, are are going to give that uh, give, give a margin of error for the mistakes that might occur. If the mistake occurs, true. you've got the airbag, the safety system, the seat belts. Cars are pretty safe these days if they have airbags in them that are working, in, in, that are working in a collision. And the anti-lock brakes have the ability, especially in snow, to to keep you from uh, making too big of a mistake. Although you cannot defy the laws of physics. Um, and traction control is a good option as well, so that it will keep you, especially in the wet, snowy weather, from from putting yourself too quickly into a position you can make a mistake. There you go. Well, we're going to take another break here. Give us a call, 360-676-KGMI. We'd love to hear from you. You are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. A fine wine, your favorite jeans, a drop-top Chevy. So many things get better with age. Unfortunately, your furnace isn't one of them until now. With Barron's Payback Program, you can earn up to $1,500 in combined savings when you upgrade to a new high-efficiency furnace. The older the furnace, the more you'll save. And spoiler alert, two lucky customers will win air conditioning. That dinosaur in the garage has been keeping you toasty for decades. But as much as 40% or more of its energy could be wasted, Yikes, that old furnace is costing you money. So call Barron and save up to $1,500 when you trade in your old model. Plus, two lucky customers will win free air conditioning, including the customer with the oldest furnace. Good things really do come to those who wait, but don't wait too long. Call today. Barron's payback program is going on now through February 28th. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. No purchase necessary. See BarronHeating.com for details. 
Hi, Marty Boonstra here with Columbia Fire. And every winter we see property damage from burst pipes and frozen sprinkler systems. Don't let this happen to you. Avoid this costly mistake and get your dry systems winterized by Columbia Fire. We work in all aspects of commercial winterization. Schools, office buildings, industrial, high-rises, you name it, we've done it. Protect your property and get your free winterization consultation today from Columbia Fire. Learn more at ColumbiaFire.net. That's ColumbiaFire.net. KPUG is the sports leader, bringing you complete coverage of the Seahawks, Mariners, Huskies, and our high school athletes. We put you in the stands of the biggest games, including the Super Bowl, the World Series, March Madness, and state championships. Plus, KPUG features the best in sports analysis and entertainment, from Dan Patrick and Jim Rome to Mike Greenberg and our own Mark Skolton. If it's happening in sports, it's on. KPUG 1170, 97.9 FM, KPUG 1170.com. Welcome back. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive, 360-676-KGMI, and we've got Brian on the line this morning. What can we do for you, Brian? Yeah, you've got a walking, talking person of why you don't drink and drive. Okay, back in 1980, I was up to Seattle off of 530. Uh, if you've ever been up to Seattle, Buck Creek Campground and such. I was drinking up in there, so I now come wait, out of... Now, wait, this is what, when in 1980? Uh, January 1st, 1980, actually. Well, boy, five months later, you'd have been in a world of hurt. I was in a world of hurt anyway because you got a day in jail if you got uh, caught drinking and driving as of the 1st of 1980. But anyway, as it was, I, I, I was driving down the, uh, the uh, South Skagit Highway. I had a blackout for a minute. When I woke up, I saw I was heading toward the guardrail. So I knew I couldn't swim a stroke, so I knew if I swerved the truck to the right, I'd go in the Skagit River, so I swerved the truck to the left to get on the road, but I didn't quite clear the guardrail. And uh, I pushed two sections of guardrail through the passenger side of a Datsun 620 pickup. There's not much room in them anyway, and when a guardrail's going through, there's even less. Uh, the truck flipped on its side in the middle of the road, and if you've ever worked on a 620 pickup, the fuel pump and the battery are on the same side of the engine, the passenger side. So this truck flipped on its side in the middle of the road, and all of a sudden I had a gravity-fed gasoline fire going on in the engine compartment. So I climbed, I was seeing, seeing how it was on its driver's side in the middle of the road, I, I could climb out of the truck because the guardrail made it easier to climb out of the truck, you know, to grab onto. And the only injury I got out of that wreck was uh, I slammed the passenger side door on my thumb when I was getting out of the truck. So the truck sits here burning in the middle of the road, and the two boxes of 22 shells I had in the glove box start going off. And these people pulled up in a car and let me sit in, in, their, in the back seat of their car while I was bleeding on their floor with my thumbnail. But uh, that convinced me you don't drink and drive. And the, the funniest thing out of this whole thing is when they got done cleaning up the mess of the truck, they could unbolt the truck. The guardrail was just sticking out just enough so they could get a crescent wrench on the bolt of the guardrail and take the guardrail with the truck. Oh, well, that was handy. 
<laughs> I made it easier. And I had two jerry cans of gas in, in, under the canopy in the truck. Uh, and when it flipped on its side, those jerry cans bounced down the road. Fortunately, they didn't blow up. Yeah, fortunately, it was nobody. An interesting, it was an interesting night, and that was just 17 days before those guys at Mount St. Helens did get toasted. So, wow. Well, I appreciate the call on that, and uh, yeah, drinking and driving is a uh, a, a dangerous life and death. And now they're going to get it down to 0.5 percent, yeah. which is which, which is what? That's the vapors from a beer. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Washington is uh, is is probably will, I think will be the second state um, after Utah to go from uh, 0.08 to 0.05. And 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 if you're you're thinking, well, how much is that? Well, if you're the uh, the average uh, female woman um, that's of drinking age, you mean birthing person? Well, <laughs> if if you're the, the the average woman, that's about one drink. Um, yeah, if if you're the average guy, that's about, you know, a a drink and a half. Um, and, and then you, you drive, you're going to probably test over 0.05. It is not that much. And if you're down there drinking that, you know, 22 ounce stout, um, you're going to be over 0.05 when you get pulled over pretty much. Or one of these ice beers. I was getting in trouble just on the regular beer. Those guys were working OT with the beers I was drinking, you know, well, that's the nice thing about having kids that have uh, have driver's licenses. You have them drive when you yeah. go to your friend's I, house. You, have you, know, the, you know, we'll have to do a, a show on it, maybe bring in somebody from, from law enforcement locally to talk about, or a, a local attorney, you know, what what's the cost of a, a, a driving oh, yeah. under the influence of drugs and alcohol? A um, lot. I, I, you're, you're talking tens, even worth it, tens of it thousands so of dollars. Yeah. And and you look at what's the cost of an Uber, yeah, know? or you know depending on your age, what's the cost of calling your kid to have him come pick you up? Give your kid a thousand bucks to drive you home. There you go. <laughs> um, the 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 penalties are so incredibly harsh, and people don't realize it um, how expensive it is. And these are just the standard penalty, the standard court fees, the standard interlock fee, hiring the attorney. Um, it's just thousand after thousand after thousand after thousand. Right. Are you still installing the interlock? The ignition ignition interlocks. We're a contractor for a company that yeah. installs yeah. those. Basically, a court or Washington State Department of Licensing mandated uh, ignition interlock, and uh, you do not want to be part of that system. No, you know not I don't all. even like those on the cars when they come into the shop. We don't even like them on the cars. I can't. I can't. And uh, you know, I, I can never blow into those things correctly well there's some of them you've got to blow and blow into them suck and then blow again uh, and and we don't we don't work on those ones i'm not going to work on a device that somebody else with covid just blew sucked and blew into and you know you're gonna put your mouth on that it doesn't seem very sanitary to me no not at all well probably slip something over the mouthpiece there yeah but (laughs) how's the air gonna flow come on (laughs) but uh you know you do keep an eye out for for this because the law is going to change and you can go online and find little calculators. What's my blood alcohol level going to be? And you'll find that basically, basically at 0.05, you know, it's one drink and you could be over the limit depending on what you've drank. Uh, the best thing is just, if you're going to drink, just plan on not driving. Bingo. And, uh, simple. and, and it's really not that the cost of getting home after you've been drinking to, to pay somebody else is relatively inexpensive. If you can afford to go out to drink, you can afford to get a ride home. Exactly. Um, is really what it boils down to. And 
again, I don't think people realize how low that number is. And a lot of the people that get pulled over and, and get tickets for driving under the influence haven't always necessarily done anything wrong in their driving performance. Um, it's other things that people get pulled over for. Yeah, burned out, license plate bulb or a taillight out or something like that. Yeah, little, little things, you know, forgot to renew your tabs. Renewed your tabs but didn't put the tab on the license plate. Yeah. Um, and so there's, I think it's about 30% of the people that, that get driving under the influence tickets did not actually commit a moving violation, um, but are definitely at higher risk, especially in that panic situation where you have to react quickly. Yeah. Um, so you'll be hearing more about that as time goes on. There's a bill in the Washington state legislature right now to, to lower that blood alcohol level. 360-676-KGMI, you are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. If you've been seriously injured in a collision, you need someone who will advocate for you. At Bill Coates Law, they care about your case, they care about you, and they'll stand with you to get a fair settlement. After a reckless driver injured me, I didn't want to take on the insurance companies alone, but I was also worried about paying for a lawyer. I was glad when Bill Coates told me he could represent me on a contingency fee basis. That means he only gets paid after he wins my case. I was very comfortable talking to Bill, and I was glad to have him and his team looking out for me. Bill Coates has helped good people who've been badly hurt recover full and fair compensation. You only pay attorney's fees when they win your case, and there is never any charge to meet to discuss your case in person. Bill Coates Law, helping good people who've been badly hurt recover full and fair compensation. In Bellingham, serving Whatcom Island and Skagit counties and online at BillCoatsLaw.com. Hey, this is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking with hypnosis. Hypnosis eliminated my desire for soda and fast food, made me want to exercise, and I lost 60 pounds in six months. My energy level exploded. I went to another session to deal with some other problem foods, and I lost another 10 pounds. In fact, I brought my husband. He lost weight. More important, cholesterol and blood pressure improved. My friend went, and she lost 20 pounds in the first two months. So does Mark Patrick hypnosis work? Oh yeah, it works. Join Mark Patrick seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed for only $49.99. Hypnosis designed to destroy unwanted cravings, late day eating binges, boredom eating, stress eating. Seminars Sunday, February 19th at the La Quinta Inn and Suites by Wyndham Bellingham. Weight loss seminar at 11 a.m. Stop smoking seminar 2 p.m. And Monday, February 20th at the Days Inn by Wyndham Mount Vernon. Weight loss seminar 5.30 p.m. Stop smoking seminar 8 p.m. Register markpatrickseminars.com. Welcome back. You are in the shop. This song, a little bit old these days, but always seems to be relevant. Isn't that right, Kirk? I have no idea what song it is. American Idiot. Oh, really? Oh. Well, thanks for playing that while I'm on the show. Little Green Day. Classic rock now. Scary, isn't it? That's classic rock. That's right. I can't wait to hear that in (laughs) in an elevator. I'm pretty sure they have an elevator version, Kirk. They also play it in Walmart. Yeah, you know, going up there to get my knees replaced. <laughs> Time for another call, 360-676-KGMI. You are in the shop. 
And, uh, boy, some great conversations during the break there. I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, talking about your kids, your kids' friends. You know, when, you're, when, you, oh. when, you, when your boys have their friends come over and uh, – and, and their friend is like, hi, Mr. Norkoski, how are you? The firm grip, looking right in the eye. Yeah, yeah My kids have me so bamboozled, I, would, I don't know what's you, going you on. You have, to, you have to ask yourself, which one's Eddie Haskell? Is it my kid <laughs> probably, or is it the kid he brought home? Probably. But my son would never do that. Like that. <laughs> my son would never do that. And as the, uh, as the principal at your son's school tells you, Mr. Norkoski, all kids do that. Yeah, I know. Um, we shouldn't make so so much fun of the kids. In the end, in the end, Kirk, you have to admit, no matter what your kids do, you did worse. <laughs> I hope, and, and I can say that with all of my boys. Yeah, I I truly hope that. But it's a different world we live in. Yes, it is. So you know, we brought all this stuff to talk about. Didn't get to much of it, but I found this uh, this interesting. You know, Tesla's had some growing pains. You know, they're they're building millions of cars now, um, making tons of money. Um, they lie through their teeth. Elon Musk can't can't go a day without telling a flat, bald faced lie. <laughs> and uh, you know, people are getting upset about it. But you know, some of the scary things is their quality control has been known to be lacking every now and then. And uh, recently, a, a Tesla Model Y owner um, had been driving his new Tesla Model Y, and I don't know what they cost, $120,000, $150,000 car, and he's you know, cruising down the road and uh, New Jersey Highway, and he's driving along. Obviously, he's not using the self-driving function, um, and, and the steering wheel just pulls right off the steering column into his hand, <laughs> and he has no way left to steer. And I, I'm not sure exactly how that happens during the quality control process. And Forgot to put the bolt on. Forget to put the bolt on. Didn't torque the bolt. Friday afternoon. They used to make jokes about that with cars. Must have been built on a Friday. You know, check and see when the, what the production date was on your new car to make sure it wasn't built on a Friday. Um, but, you know, some, some scary things there. And you hear probably more stories about Tesla's and these quality control issues than almost any other brand that come up. And it's not that all of them have an issue, but definitely their QC checks are not uh, quite as robust as most other manufacturers. You think that's totally the case or is it um, kind of seems like um, they're getting the picked on kind of gunning for them a little bit? Uh, you know, it's big oil, isn't that? Big isn't oil. that what it is? It's big oil. Oh, it's got to be a conspiracy. Yeah. You know, it has to be. Yeah, a lot of oil still goes into manufacturing your Tesla. Don't, 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 don't believe otherwise. You know, all the the, the plastics and and so many other things that go into even the carbon fiber is going to take some oil to create. Yeah, that's true. So it, it's always there. You know, so if you do go out and buy a brand new Tesla, I mean, a used one, hopefully all the defects have been found by the previous owner. Uh, but if you're buying a new one, you might want to check a few things, make sure no door handles are falling off, you know, the steering wheel's nuts torqued down yeah, so your steering wheel doesn't come off on the freeway. It, yeah, exactly. Hey, um, what do you do when you're blinded by another car's high beams or whatever? Where do you look? Off to the side of the road, look at the fog line instead of staring up the headlights coming at you. That's right. And don't flash your high beams at them. That's yeah, against just the law. Yeah, them and then you crash into them head on. 
Thanks for listening. You've been in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. We'll see you next week.